suit, the mask and all that. I want to play around. I was using, I was wearing a mask before everybody was wearing a mask. <laughs> all right. I was doing it for two years, man. Or it was cool. It was, it was way before it was cool, man. But it was, and that's also why I had to, I always say part of the reason I quit because I had to shave my beard to wear that mask. Um, Cause yeah, I was, enough. man, I, I look, I look 14 when I, when I <laughs> shave my beard. I look 14. You know, sometimes you're just so happy to be alive. And also, too, it's always a good time to speak to good people. And you know, that's what I'm about to do right now. Hello, my name is Ronald E. Smith. And I am really grateful to chat up and talk with this young brother right here. And as you know, this guy has done so much in his career so far. Rotten Tomato Critic. This guy is a certified member of the Critic Choice member. I ain't kidding you about that. But the only thing that I can find a full negative about this young cat is just that, sadly, he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. <laughs> I know. I'm sad to hear that. The only person I could be talking to is film critic Austin Burke. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm, I'm doing... A lot better after that. You're hyping me up, man. You're motivating me. Um, apologies for the for the weird sports teams. Uh, but man, I am thrilled, thrilled to be here, dude. I, I love your shows. I love your interviews. I think you're such a good guy. And, and I couldn't be more happy to finally, finally be a part of this, man. It, it's it's really cool to be here. And just to, just to spin it up very well, let's just go into this part of what I what happened just yesterday was the Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah. And you were a member of the Academy to vote on it. So yourself, just to reflect on that right now, how did that feel to know that you, one of your votes mattered in the show? It was weird. It was so weird because, you know, you grow up watching these shows and Critics' Choice has always been one that I, I gravitate toward just because of what it means for the Oscars. And, and of course, like I'm competitive, so I love I love the award shows in general. Right. Uh, but then to be accepted into that, something that I never imagined would happen. You know, 2020 was a rough year for everybody, but I got accepted into the CCA, uh, which like motivated me even more so than some of these other things. And to see that play out, but not only that, I mean, you know, one of the things that happened last night was Palm Springs ended up winning best comedy, which I didn't expect, but I voted for Palm Springs. So your, your vote matters kids. But really I, I felt so like, wow, I actually played a part and it's not me trying to get a big, big head about things. It's more so like you work so hard and you do so many things to get to that point And you finally feel like, Okay, like all of the all of the time, all of the 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 hours and hours spent away from friends and family, it's finally kind of working out in a way. And and to see just just to be a part of something like that, man, was super super cool. And then of course I reacted to it and everything on YouTube, man. But it was just so much fun to watch, and I love getting joy. Like Alan Kim for the from Inari, the the young kid, his his emotional reaction, just great. getting joy from that dude. It was so so sweet. So yeah, I had a great great time last night watching that. And look, what, right now you're what, 26, 27? About to turn, so July I'll be 26, so actually 25 at the moment. I know you're like, don't you dare put me 26 yet. I'm still on that 20. Don't <laughs> move me yet. young, Ronald. Come on. <laughs> but think about that. You know, you're 25 years young, and right then you're already a member of this, some, in a group that not a lot of people could get into so early in. So for yourself to sit back on that, 
and to look back where you were, has it already hit home on how far you've come? Not necessarily, because I, I still look at some peers who I used to look up to. And now I'm like, because they've always been Rotten Tomatoes critics, and they've always been Critics' Choice Association members. And now I'm like, well, I am one of those, but I still don't feel like, and I know it's kind of like a negative on my part. I don't feel like I belong in that, even though I've worked hard for it. But all of these other like people that I've just, I, I, I root for and I look up to, it's like I'm finally within that conversation of film critics. <laughs> I've always wanted, because I've always said, people say, what do you, what do you do? And I'm saying, well, I'm, I'm a YouTuber. They don't take me seriously, of course. Uh, but now since I'm on Rotten Tomatoes and, and, and CCA, I'm like, I, I can actually say I'm a film critic. And it hasn't quite hit yet, but it does feel, again, it just feels like the hard work is finally at least kind of paying off. Uh, and it's, it's great too, for the community that, that is on YouTube what I call flick fan nation. Uh, but man, there's just some great people in there, man. It's, it's motivating them as well to watch more movies and do more things. And I think that's, to me, that's like the most important thing. So I love that. Dude. When you were that, that young Austin, who was growing and watching these people before, but before of that time, the question will always be asked this. And I think it's a, it's a perfect time to ask this to the man himself. Who was Austin before he became Film critic Austin. <laughs> he was um, he was uh, as obsessed with movies as he is now. I mean, it took me it took me a little bit to get there. In high school, I wasn't like full on, you know, watching Jeremy Johns and Chris Tuckman every day. But as I got, you know, uh, senior year and then getting getting into college, you have to find things to do um, to keep yourself occupied, right? Uh, other than studying, of course, for my classes. But um, but man, <laughs> but I started getting into Chris Duckman, Jeremy Johns, and I, I started to really fall in love with movies, but I was also doing this other thing. Um, I was doing Vine, and, and that was, at the time, very important to me because I was building a following on there, kind of like how everybody's doing TikTok now, right? And I haven't jumped into that. I haven't done it yet, man. It's, 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 um, it's nerve-wracking to think about doing TikTok because I did do Vine, and I got 140,000 followers on there, and I was doing so well, and then that got stripped away, like gone. And when Vine was in the process of dying is when I started to promote my YouTube channel. But one, it was a very different type of thing because I did the comedy skits that weren't all that funny on Vine. And then I did the, uh, the movie stuff on YouTube. So I only got about 600 people to go over to my YouTube channel. And so it was once again, that process of building up. So a lot of people in college knew me as the Vine guy and then Vine died. And I was, I was like, well, what do I do now? So that's when I transferred to YouTube and I said, well, instead of doing this, which is fun, I want to do what I'm passionate about. I want to talk about movies. And it was scary because you look up to these guys, your Schmoes, no, your Jeremy Johns, your, your, your Dan Merles, all of these people that you've aspired to, you know, have the, the, the movie knowledge to be like your whole life. And then you do it. And it was years and years of just the occasional really good video. But for the most part, just this tiny, small community that I was actually happy with because at the time it was my side gig. And now that I'm doing it full time, you know, my goal is to continue to build and continue to, because, you know, mission number one is to be successful for my wife's sake and my dog, you know, got to do it for the, do it for the son, you know, you, you got to do it for your son. But, uh, but seriously, but that is my goal is to be successful on that front. But for a long time, it was just this fun. Everyone has to have an outlet. And for me, YouTube was just my outlet, my fun. I would 
commit to it. I'd wake up really early to watch the Netflix shows and this and that. Uh, but, but for a long time, it was just Vine. It was YouTube and um, the occasional uh, obsess over the Pittsburgh Steelers talk with my friends. And that, that's kind of, that's, that's what I was for about four to five years, man. It was kind of a build for everything, you know, the once known, mm-hmm. but y'all don't remember, Vine was a thing before the, the big old TikTok yeah. of that universe with Vine and you grew a following and, and you said, yeah, it's around, around only 600 followed you to YouTube, yeah. but this was your entertainment. This was something just to you, for you to do another passion that you like to do. How was your family looking at you at this? How did they feel about you doing all this other stuff? Did they even encourage you or would they like stop fooling around and try to think seriously about your future that's a great question it's so i'll say my biggest encouragement has always been who is now my wife but at the time my girlfriend um she actually bought me my lights she encouraged me to get a microphone she said i'm gonna get you a green screen she got me a green screen she was the reason because before it was just me in my college dorm occasionally doing a trailer reaction um and people are like why are you in prison because of the the brick walls and i said i'm not in prison i'm in college (laughs) so that's that's all it was but then she said if you're gonna do this you've got to commit and you've got to do it now my parents on the other hand they were okay with it but what their mindset was, uh, you know, in that vein, old fashioned, it's, it's, and they've always been so supportive. So I don't want to sound like I'm being a negative toward them, but it's more so, you know, we don't know if this is a good way to make money. And we know that's what you're doing it for. And I'm trying to convince them the whole time. I'm like, guys, I, I know it can be something. And of course that little piece of me wants it to be something, but I really do. I just love talking about movies. Um, but there were times when I would, you know, I'd skip class because there was a Netflix series coming out that morning on a Friday. And I said, I mean, uh, people are expecting me to review this. So I've got to review it right now. That wasn't very often, but there were times that I did that. So they looked at that as do not put that over what is most important. And I agreed with them. I was, I got scholarships, but in a way I was paying to be there. I I needed my education because that's very important, but I was just so passionate about this other thing. It was, it was trying to find that balance of, okay, Here's what I love to do, guys. Sometimes I may have to make a sacrifice here or there. I may have to cut out time with friends. I may have to um, not have the opportunity to make friends because I'm filming in my closet in a small college dorm. At a, at a point, I was in my closet for about six months. But about that's what I wanted. It's, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Like To say it out loud, I'm like, wow, maybe I was a, a crazy person. But it was at the times I was so motivated to do it. And that's something they had to accept. And now that they see that it's something I can actually have as a job right now, and maybe even a career full time, we'll see what happens with YouTube because you never know. Um, now they see that as, okay, you've done it. You kind of proved us wrong. You've done it. Uh, but at the time it was something I had to try to convince them. And I, I just don't know if I was doing a good job at it for a long time. Did you ever doubt yourself while trying to convince them that this is something that maybe I can turn into a career? Absolutely. Absolutely. There was, I remember at a point, uh, my, I, I think she was my fiance at that point, uh, uh, Madison, I'll, I'll call her Madison from here on out. She was with us. We were at my grandmother's cabin um, in a place called Moorhead where I went to college. And we were, my, my parents and I were kind of getting in this argument of like, they're trying to tell me 
you and that was the point where I kind of wanted to move into this even more so as a job. And they're like, you want to do this, but that's not why you're going to college. You're going to college because you got to get an internship and you got to take this internship and you got to turn that to a career. And it can't be this whole this whole Internet thing. Right. How do you make money over the Internet? And at the time, I'm like, I was doing a little bit, but not really. Right. And I'm like, I know I can do it. You know, it's, it's just I have to commit. But if I'm not committing full on, and that's part of the reason um, I, I, I graduated from college and I, I went into, I had a job working for the government. And at a point, you know, I was doing better on YouTube than I was with that job. And I told my boss, I said, listen, if I can't commit to one thing or the other, then I'm not, I don't want to lead you on. I don't want to lead my subscribers on and tell them that I've got to choose. And so I chose YouTube over that job. And she was very, she was very supportive. She said, well, we knew you were going to do that. We, we knew you were going to do that. Um, but those are the kind of the, the decisions that I had to make. But my mentality was just always so hesitant. It's like, am I making the right call? Am I making the right decision? Because you are really, when you go full-time on YouTube, you're putting everything on the line. And when I went full-time on YouTube, it was the point where the pandemic was about to hit. So I was doing okay money-wise. And then the pandemic hit. And Google pulled out all of their advertisers. And then it started to go down. So that was the biggest point. When I was questioning myself and I said, right after I quit my job, I said, did I make the right decision? And I, I, for months, I was unsure if I made the right decision because it was so terrifying to just walk out on that. You're walking out and you just, you're, you're waiting, you're waiting to fall. Can I keep this up? And thankfully it's gotten better since then, but I was very unsure at a point and I I've been unsure. And I think that's my biggest problem right now is, is I'm so I don't think I'm as confident as I need to be sometimes taking a risk or, or worrying about what the next month is going to bring me in terms of revenue. Cause it's like, again, I'm trying to provide for my family. That's, that's one thing I've got to work on is I have to be more confident because um, when you're doing YouTube full time, that's just, it's almost a requirement. It's crazy that you say more confident because from your people, your community mm -hmm. from Flick Nation, they, that's all they see from you on your channel. They see like, the young guy just smiling, being so bright, so believing about everything, not from, yeah. his, from his movies. So but then when you tell here, during that time when, like you just said, everybody was worried and concerned, yes. you took a leap of faith, but also during that time, you, you were also dealing with the repercussions of the pandemic. And not only that, you like you brought up, you had a government job. Do you know mm -hmm. that like the things that come with a government job and the things that you just said, look, it's great, but I'm, I need to fight for my passion. Yeah. That was a big, that was a big risk because, and I wasn't, I won't say, well, I was set at that government job. It was doing well. And I had, you know, the things that you need, you need insurance, you need things that uh, provide you with your livelihood. And, and I had that and I was, I liked it. I loved the people that I worked with, the sweetest, the absolute sweetest people. And we got along very well and I enjoyed it. It was at, uh, it was, I will, I will just say it was like for a chemical weapons plant here in Kentucky. And I would go to the site. We'd have to have the big uh, suit, the big hazmat suit, the mask and all that. I want to play around. I was using, I was wearing a mask before everybody was wearing a mask. <laughs> all right. I was doing it for two years, man. Or it was cool. It was, it was way before it was cool, man. But it was, and that's also why I had to, it was, I always say part of the reason I quit because I had to shave my beard to wear that mask. Um, because I was, enough. man, I, I look, I look 14. 
when I, when I <laughs> shave my beard. I look 14. But, um, but yeah, so I'm like, can I trust myself to leave this? And then, he, so that was here. YouTube started to go here. And so I was having to balance the two, but YouTube was doing a little bit better. So I'm like, I guess it's time to make the jump because I don't want to do that to my coworkers. I don't want to give them 50%. That's not the way I work. So I wanted to commit to one or the other full time. And that's what I, that's what I ended up doing. But man, it was to leave that and go to YouTube. And part of the reason why I can do that is because my wife working in the medical industry, she's like, well, you can come on my insurance. You can do all of these things that you won't have with YouTube. And that will give you more confidence to just worry about uh, building your, your community and, and making sure that you can make money from that. Sure. Um, but you won't have to be worried about all of the extra. And you know, I mean, you grow up, you become an adult. It's like, wow, I got to pay for that. And I got to do oh, that. And I got to the choir. pay they, taxes. And oh. they, didn't they didn't tell us adulting would be like this. No, no, man. And I always say, I'm like, why didn't we have these classes in college? I know there, there are classes for that, but why aren't these requirements, man? I want to know how to specifically go about taxes. I want to know how to buy a house. I want to know how to do all of these things. And you're just having to figure it out as you go. And that's one of the big challenging uh, things about being an adult. But it's also challenging because I'm, I'm doing that. And I'm also doing this unconventional working as a YouTuber, essentially, as my revenue. Um, so that was, a, that was a big jump. I had to make both mentally and actually doing it. You also went through the, you know, like everyone else goes, because I think, and co correct me if I'm wrong, uh, before, you know, you, you had your channel and you went through like everyone else goes, that, that, sp that spirit of, you know, find, trying to find your niche yeah. about who you are. It really began around 2016, right? Yes. And yes. so with all that through the growing periods and you brought up before the times of, of the struggling, right? So while on that run before you finally committed toward that moment was there even a part during that run of the growth of your channel when you almost said i'm done you know it's the the, the views ain't going where i wanted to be yeah. the subs is not coming how i thought it'd go with some of these reviews did it did ever cross your mind it did um there were a few moments the biggest moment for me um, was in 2017. I had gotten, so in college, I got something called mono twice. The first time it was in 2015 and I had to essentially miss about three weeks of classes. It was, it was horrible. I couldn't move. But the second time I got it was in 2017. And my, I, I had a lot of medical issues and, and, and my uh, my spleen was swollen, so I wasn't allowed to do any sort of activity. And at, at a point, they told me, just don't go anywhere. So I had to miss so much class that semester. Um, and it got to the point to where I actually had to go an extra semester of college where I didn't have a scholarship to pay for it. So I was, you know, and I'd always said, I don't want to take out a loan. I don't want to do all of these things. So I had to approach my parents to, you know, give me, give me some money. And I've never actually said this to, to give me some money and I'll have to pay it back to you guys eventually and all this stuff and all of the stressful crazy, because I had to miss all these classes and, and I was down and out for a month. So I've got to go an extra semester and all of those things building up on top of the fact that at the time I was just getting to the point to where I'm like, Oh wow, YouTube's actually picking up a little bit. And then it just all came crashing down because instead of graduating college 
and figuring out what job I'm going to do, but maybe having a little bit of time to grow my YouTube channel. It is, we're going to go another six months. I have to find out where to live. I have to find out who I'm going to room with. Ended up being my best friend, which was great. And um, I, I, I have to have to get money for it because I made the decision, and this is a very tough choice for a lot of people, but I made the decision to do internships in college that gave me credit hours as opposed to internships that gave me money. So essentially, I didn't have a great job up until that semester. So I had to get a job. I had to keep doing that internship. I had to take four more classes. And I really wanted to quit. I really wanted to quit. I said, I don't have time for this. There's just no way I can keep this up. And then my wife came in. And even my parents at that point, they're like, well, I mean, if you love it, you know, you got to focus on your classes, you got to graduate, but if you love it, don't quit. And everybody was just surrounding me and telling me, they're like, dude, just see what happens. Maybe don't do it as often. And of course I still did it as often, um, but just, just keep going. And so I did keep going. I kept up the channel. I never took a big long break and I'm glad I did at this point, but I'll tell you what, man, I was, <laughs> I was very close to quitting at that point, Ronald. There, there was a time where I almost said, I am just not going to post anymore for about two or three weeks. People will never know how we really are on the outside looking in. Only those people that are close to us will do. And you bear it all to say, you know, yeah, I wanted to quit because it, yeah. it was getting rough for me. During that, during those moments, you were able to get over that, that hump. You know, the, you were able to get through the storm and yeah. you were able to look through the other side. But the person that you keep bringing up who kept, being your rock, who wouldn't allow, allow you to drown or just allow you to beat, beat up yourself was your wife, Madison. So yes. look, let's just get through this because I just gotta know, how did you two crazy kids meet? <laughs> oh man, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's such a funny story because well, we met through, we were a part of this, it's like a, it's like a Christian organization, like a, it's called Crew. Um, at Moorhead State University. So we met through that. Um, I had just came off a, well, it was about three months prior, but I just came off a horrible breakup. You know, you're going into college with your high school sweetheart. We were prom king, prom queen. Oh, They're oh, going to get married. They're madly in love. Look at these kids. Didn't work out. Did, didn't work out wrong. Not good. I was, I, I said to myself, I don't want a girlfriend. I never want a girlfriend, no, but I, I want at least to give it some time. I, I want to give it, you know, a year, just see what happens. College life, you gotta, you know, you gotta find yourself. You gotta explore right. all this and that, you know, and then sure enough, a crew were, were going to Dairy Queen that night. Oh, Dairy Queen. Oh, the wonderful place. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm standing with my friend Jacob and um, this, this, this girl who, you know, kept giving me looks, but it wasn't like nice looks. It was just like those kind of looks. Um, she'll, she'll claim, she'll tell you this. I'm not just saying it. She'll claim. She's like, I have RBF, you know, uh, where, uh, resting bitch face, where oh, she will, where goodness. she will just, you know, not really have emotion. And, you know, sometimes people will think they don't like, she doesn't like them, but she's just very like, that's just the way that she is. So she's standing in the door of Dairy Queen and I go up to her and I'm working my magic. Like what's, what's going on? How you doing? And she just stares at me. She just stares at me like I'm an idiot. And I'm like, and these other girls, her friends are start talking to me. They're talking, <laughs> they're talking to me about my vines, you know, and they're all, oh, they they're all standing there. Dude, they all knew, they all knew, right? 
So I'm standing there, you know, I'm talking about my vines and I'm like, all right. And everybody's laughing. But the one that I, I was like really focused on was her. She was the only one that didn't care. She just standing there like, So I'm like, I like a challenge, Ron. I like a challenge. So I'm like, I've got to, I've got to, I got to do something about this. So we go in and we sit down. It's this whole group. And then she's sitting at a table with a couple of her friends. Um, and I, I, I walk up to her and I'm like, and then at a point she's sitting by herself because her true friends go get food. I walk up to her and I'm like, you got to join this conversation over here. I'm like, there's this big table of people. You got to join the convo. And she's like, why do you want me to join the convo for, huh? She's like, you want to talk to me? And I'm like, well, maybe. So I'm like, I, we, we talked a little bit more. So I take her chair and I pull it up to the table while she's sitting at it. And I'm like, I'm like, you got to join the party here. And she, she, I could tell she kind of like, she's like, all right, this, I, oh, she kind of liked it. She kind of liked it. So we talk, we're doing our impressions. We do Austin Powers impressions. Uh, I scream, lower the globe. And she screams, lower the globe. And we realized that we're both really weird. <laughs> wow. You gotta be kidding me. We're really, really like, we love movies. We talked about movies. Um, we only disagreed on Twilight. And then after that was over, um, she's driving away. I'm walking with some people. She uh, uh, sticks her head out the car window and screams, your vines suck as loud as she possibly could to where the whole campus heard her and everyone started laughing. And I stood there and I'm like, all right. I'm like, I don't know if I just, she didn't actually like me or if she did like me. So that was kind of our story of, you know, it, unsure, but we were both very focused on each other. And from then on out, we messaged each other, got each other's numbers, hung out a few times. And then the, the rest is, um, the rest is history, but it wasn't the, it was a challenge, right? That, if there was that one person, that one person that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't kiss your butt, and the person yeah. that make you feel like, why are you why are you agreeing like everyone else is doing to me? And for some yeah. reason, you're like, I gotta get to know you better. Like, I, 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 I just gotta talk to you a little more. Yeah. But that's yeah. that is that is whoa, that was a challenge, <laughs> and, and look how that turned out. Oh, it was the best, man. And she ended up being like, just the most genuine, like uplifting wonderful person but again it's like when you first meet her like when my friends first met her like does she like me i'm like you just got to get to know her and now she's just you know they come over and she's over the top through the roof like she has this energy about her that once she gets over and she has anxiety once she gets over that anxiety of like meeting someone for the first time um it's just it's infectious so it was that i had to peel back those layers but i knew when i saw her i'm like there's something about this girl and I want to know more. So I, I had to learn, man. That's how you know. That's how you know when you say there's something about that one and you, yeah. and you just can't turn away. <laughs> but because I've seen the videos of when she's when she has appeared on your channel and yeah. you two have, have a good just energy with each other. Yeah. And then it just goes to the fact of, you know, you did get you did lead the road to getting married. Where did that road lead to that? You know, can, can you dive more into that? Yeah, I mean, that was, um, well, was a big decision. I, I often have people tell me, you know, they're like, how old are you? And I say 24, 25, however old I am. And they're like, um, but you're married. And I'm like, yeah, I'm married. And they're like, well, that's so young. But so I, and I don't know if it's just like different areas and whatnot. It, it's like everybody here in Kentucky gets married so early, so, so early. And at the time, you know, 
17, 2017. So I was, I mean, I was 21, 22 years old. And that's like right on cue, right on cue in Kentucky. Everyone gets married that early. So I almost felt like if like, I don't get married, I'm going to miss the boat. But of course, my wife and I were like, we have to wait till we graduated. So I went an extra semester. We pushed off the wedding, all those things. I wanted to be established before we're, we're, we're married, at least her being established. Um, and that, thank God, we, we had the opportunity to do that. But, um, but that was a, it was a weird decision to make because, again, it's like we feel so young even though everybody around us is getting married that young, but you still feel like kids when you're getting engaged in college and you have a year left, you feel like a kid. And I didn't really know the step. I didn't know what I was in for with that in terms of the preparation for the wedding, in terms of, you know, getting mentally ready to know that this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And I, everybody goes through that. I mean, everybody who gets married, obviously everybody goes through that, that gets married, but but it's once you finally do it, you're like, oh, my God, am I doing the right thing? And it wasn't anything with her. I love her to death. But it's like, am I ready for that? So that was a big step to take. But again, it, it, it comes back to, is this person going to be the person that supports me and pushes me and loves me in the way that I, I think is, is necessary to get married? Because I've always had a big fear of, well, what if I make you know, the wrong decision? What if I... Um, you know, do something that's going to, and I, I've always like, I don't want to get married, get divorced. And that happens obviously, but I just wanted to find the right person. So it was a lot of mental, is this good? And then the thing that did it for me um, was the day that she, she sat back and said, you know, and I know this is so silly. She said, you know, if you were to do YouTube full-time and you were, that's all you were to do, I would be on board with that. And she's like, I'm going to be a nurse. We can go anywhere to any hospital, and I can be a nurse at that hospital. Wherever you need to go, I'll go. And that's when I was like, well, I, I, I think that – and anywhere. She said anywhere. So I said, I, I think I, I'm 100% now that I'm making the right decision because – and still to this day, I mean, now she's in uh, – she's doing her master's here. So we're going to hold off a little bit, but she's like, when I'm done with my master's, she said, wherever you go, I'll follow. I'm like, all right. All right. So that was, that was it for me, man. You always want to be with somebody that loves you more than you love yourself. You know, that that's something that you yes. always lo love to find. And for her to full out say that to you, especially with, you know, being a content creator and just straight up telling you, look, I'm riding with you, wherever you, wherever you feel that you need to go to continue to grow. Mm. I'll be there. You yeah. can do this. She she said you can do it. We can do this. Yes. And that is something. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. It was, I, I yeah. I just I. It's like it's like I don't deserve. And people say this all the time. I don't deserve it. You know what I mean? It's like what did I do? But what she told me, she was like, "This is just confidence." She said, "Obviously, I love you and I support you." She's like, "But I'm." confident that you're going to do it and even at the time when i didn't believe i could do it she believed i could do it and she foresaw me doing it and when i approached her about quitting my job she said well do you believe it's time and i'm like yeah i i think i can do this and sustain and keep it going and she was all for it and so she held it's not only that she told me she stuck to her word and i feel like she's going to continue to stick to her word if we ever need to go somewhere so it's just that 
it's almost indescribable how cool it is to have that. And I know a lot of people have that, but just to have that support, even when I get down and even when I get, you know, like very stressed, cause I, and I'm sure we will talk about this. I, I get very stressed and overwhelmed sometimes to have that support system is very, very cool. And it always helps in tough times. And in the moment the day came when you did say, I do, mm-hmm. what was crossing your mind through that moment when the words was coming out your lips to say, I do. Honestly, it was, man, I hope she can stand me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, man, <laughs> man, I, you know, I can't like, I just get so excited about things and I get so like, like whenever my friend comes over, uh, my best friend that I said that I room with in college, I get so pumped up and I'm like, I get infectious and, and energetic and I'm like, man, let's watch a movie. Let's, let's play some super smash bros, man. Let's go, let's go do something. I'm like, I hope she can handle me. But what I didn't know is that I had to be able to handle her. Cause she gets just as revved up when like her friends are coming over or we're doing something that she likes, or we're just sitting. And we say this all the time. We're like, if people saw the way we act, just like our, we do little voices to each other and we're do like, movie quotes we'll, we'll sit there and quote movies and we'll just go back and forth and she's like people would think we are the weirdest like like most strange but man i love it dude like that if she can handle me i'm good so thank god so far she's been able to handle me so already man you're talking about the road you got on the rock that's held you through it all and now you're in this mode of being a film critic you know you're growing with everything and you progressed fast because ladies and gentlemen, I don't think you knew. One, at one point, this guy was a Viner, right? Currently right now, he's a film critic on YouTube. But y'all don't know too that this guy was also a member of this one little app called Star, Stardust. Ooh, I remember that yeah. app. I saw this young guy over there. He put his feet on every little thing he could to evolve <laughs> and grow through all that. So with all the social things of content that you, that you, you tried upon, what did you learn from each one from the faults and the successes? What did you gain knowledge from that? So much. There was actually another one too that I don't often talk about. It was a startup company called Wheel that I actually went on the road and did promoting for. This was when this was when Vine was was still relevant. And um, this guy approached me, his name was Paul from Los Angeles. And he's like, I want you to help me start this app up. And it was this big, long thing for a year where he would, you know, uh, pay me to go and do some of these things. And I'd go do them. And, and we got really motivated about it. And then the company ended up getting sold to Tinder. And now it, it was actually the technology was integrated into Tinder. You've seen Tinder started to make like short films and things like that. Well, that's that's part of why. And Paul is actually the uh, the the head of marketing there now. Um, so it was that. And while that was great, part of me was like, part of me said this whole thing was a failure because I wanted Wheel to be big. I wanted it to be what Vine was. You know what I mean? So I've had my failures. And then something like Stardust, I I love that community over there. I I really enjoyed you know sharing my thoughts through that little media, but. The, the reason why I stopped doing Stardust, and the only reason, is because at that point, I was almost overwhelmed by the amount of things that I had to do um, because I you know, was focused more on YouTube. I started Letterboxd, which I write every movie I see, I write a review for. So it's like, I think I have to cut something. And so I kind of winded down on there. But even those apps that 
didn't really go anywhere for me, even though at the time I loved them. Um, those were definitely learning experiences. And that's part of the reason why I've tried to dip my toe into everything, except for TikTok at this point, but you know, uh, maybe in the future, um, is because I like seeing how different communities work and, and finding different people from those different communities that have similar mindsets as me, whether it be open to creating a community or building, you know, acquaintances, friendships, whatever you want to call them online, but kind of talking about, in this case, movies, um, but talking about things that you love and that you're passionate about. So I'm like, I'm going to go to Stardust and I found some great people. Obviously, uh, you, there were a lot of, I think almost everyone that's in the YouTube space was on Stardust at a point, right? Even like, even like Jeremy Johns was throwing in Stardusts every now and then promoting it on his YouTube channel. So I'm like, I'm like, there's a, a big community over here. So I would dip my toe and just try to find some great people and bring them on back to YouTube. And sure enough, I found a couple of people through Stardust um, that I was able to follow and, and, and then follow me to YouTube and, and kind of create this amalgamation from this community, whether it be Letterbox, Stardust, uh, uh, couple of people from wheel vine and have a nice little uh, a nice little place over there that i've i've hopefully continued to keep people at least content with the fact that they've been following me for so long what people have known about you is that you're the guy who can literally watch so many things in a short amount of time whether it be netflix series movies shows you it's i've said this so many times i've watched your stuff i'm like oh, this this dude's crazy all right. I don't know. I don't know how this dude has like a cup of coffee laying in his bed and in his bathroom right. when he wakes up. So, but that's up something that, you know, it takes commitment and you're committed <laughs> to this. But with all of that, it's I can imagine or unless you, or unless you can tell me something else that can cause a lot of stress of you that you, yeah. you you're, you're fully committed to. I have to watch this at this certain time the review up on this certain time make sure i write this on letterbox on this certain time yeah. that can build and work on somebody so i would love to know right then had the, the stress push you a little bit did you feel anxiety hit you up a bit absolutely and and, and here's the funny thing you know i i always thought it would be way more stressful when i was doing two things at once so when i was working my old job with youtube and that was the point when i would schedule my Fridays either to have off or scheduled to work a little later in the day because I would wake up at 3 a.m. And, and binge a Netflix show and then get a review out and then go to work or binge a Netflix show, get a review out and then go back to sleep. So I always thought that would be the more stressful thing because my time was being taken up by two things. But now that I'm doing YouTube full, full time, I'm trying to do more on top of what I already did. And, I, I, and I'm blessed to have, you know, screeners and things available to not have me get up every Friday at 3 a.m. even though WandaVision's kind of ruined that. So I got to do it anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, oh, great screeners. And it's like, nope, now I got a Marvel show every Friday. So whatever. Um, and I'll get into that in just a second. But in terms of where I am now, I think it's actually a little bit more stressful because now I'm concerned about revenue. And now I'm concerned about keeping myself afloat, not having my other job to fall back on uh, in terms of, you know, keeping set what we have and continuing to make money. 
And I, even even when I when it does well in terms of revenue, whether it be like a sponsorship or just Google or or, or Patreon, I'm still like, all right, what's what's the next month going to be? You know, what what are we going to do? And I think that's the biggest that's the biggest fear a lot of people will have is the unsure nature of how much money you're going to make every month. And I know it doesn't seem like I should be focused on the money, but again, this is my full time job. That's, that's honest. That, that's fully true. I, I, a lot of people think about that. It is. And, and it's, it's, you know, if I was still in college, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but again, it's like, got to support my family, got to make money. So that's now I'm really concerned about that. So sometimes it'll just stress me out to a point. And I won't lie to you, man. I, this was last week. I, I don't know if this is what it was. I don't know, but I woke up in, in a sweat and a panic and my, I felt like I was having a heart attack and I almost went to the hospital and my wife thinks and she's a nurse. I'm going to trust her. She thinks I was having a panic attack and she's like, why are you so stressed? Because things are okay right now. Why are you so stressed? And I'm like, I, I couldn't really think of one specific reason. I'm like, I just, I want to make sure everything's okay. You know what I mean? I just want to make sure channel's going well. I want to make sure you're happy. I want to make sure, you know, the, the videos are going to be what the people want. It's like, cause I try so many different things and, and I, I want to make sure that they're okay with what I'm putting out. So it's like, sometimes that happens. And then other times there will be weeks where I'm just like, even if I put out two or three videos, I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good this week. I'm feeling pretty good. Maybe it's less Netflix series or less this, less that. Um, but it's just, it's a lot of, it's, it's time. It's so time consuming watching all these series and movies. And the only thing that keeps me going is obviously the job aspect of it, but is because I still love doing that, not worrying about the money and all that. I love doing that so much, even if it's something as simple as sitting and, 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 and writing down notes on my notepad and just ingesting a movie or ingesting a series. It's like, I love that so much. And I, I just love the, 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 the community aspect of it. We can all talk about it once we see it. It's like, that's what's driving me right now. That's what's keeping me going. So that's what I try to keep in mind all the time. It's like, can I keep going? Is it worth keeping going? And, and at the end of the day, it is just because everyone is just so, most people, most people are just so freaking kind and, and encouraging. It's like, that's what pushes me to keep going on YouTube. And, and, and hopefully I, I, I keep doing it whether it be on Twitter or your comment section, always say, you know, Austin, I aspire to be you, Austin. I love yeah. the person you are, you know, and look, these are, while some may be people you personally know, nine times out of 10, these are average Joes and Joannas we never yeah. even heard before in our lives. Yeah. But for you, how does that feel for you that people idolize you as a person that, you know, they kind of feel as you, you're perfect. You know, they, inspired to be you they want to do the same thing you're doing do you also feel pressure on that that well not in, intentional they feel that you're a perfect human being that you can't fail mm. well first of all i'd say that's not true i i think failure is and and i think once you dive into it i mean it would be kind of like you know obviously he isn't perfect therefore but you're right i mean there are people all the time it's like i want to have a channel just like yours i want to do this i want to do that but for me it's it's failure is what i think a lot of people say it is but failure is part of the reason why i'm in this position 
because I've failed so many times and because I've, I've made mistakes and I've tried to overcome them, whether it be with my channel or in general, it's, it's failure is continuing to motivate me, whether it be, and it seems like such a silly thing to complain about too. It's like, oh, my video didn't do well. Boo hoo. You know, people are losing their jobs during the pandemic. Boo hoo. And that's honestly how I feel sometimes. I had one of my best friends lost his job during the pandemic. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, I'm making less money, but I'm still blessed to have a job. You know what I mean? But in terms of what I do specifically, I, I have failed many, many times. And I think everyone's going to fail if they try to do what we do. I mean, it, whether it be, you know, content creation or uh, interviews or, you know, movie reviews on YouTube, there, there are going to be many, many moments where you're just you're not happy with the video's performance. You're not happy with the way that you uh, came across in that video. And, and it's, it's going to keep happening. But to that, I say, you take those failures, you learn from them, you overcome. And I, I'm, I'm happy that I have failed because it has given me insight and, and motivation to do things better, to do things different, to learn from those mistakes and to grow my YouTube channel, and again, it sounds silly, to grow my YouTube channel to where it is now. And, and so I think you should embrace and accept failure. And I, I can't tell you how many times I want to go back and say, you know, that I, I'm happy that happened because now I can learn from it. And I did, but it was more my, my mentality at the time was, man, that's, woe is me. I have failed. And that's just something that I, I want to keep working on, man, because if, if I can overcome that and stop feeling bad for myself, then I think I can take my channel even higher than it already is. You've accomplished a lot. You know, how many people can say that they're a member of the Rotten Tomatoes? How many sure. people can say that they've joined the Critics' Choice Association? Yeah. And you, and you still strive for more. You're not settling. And that's also a great thing. You know, you strive to be better. And that's something that yeah. it's also very, very encouraging to see, you know? Well, it's, you know, and it's something that I want to keep I want to keep that mindset. If I, if I can choose out of all the things that we've just, what we've talked about today, it's like, you know, don't be afraid of this and, and be sure to, you know, continue to stay the mindset of continuing to learn from my mistakes and build and build and build. And like you just said, it's like, I'm not content. And I always thought when I hit 50,000 on YouTube, I'm going to be, I'm going to be satisfied, man. Life's going to be good. I'm going to be happy. And then I hit it and I'm like, I think we can keep going and that's less so arrogance and it's, but at least I hope so. And more so just, God, I think we got something good here. You know what I mean? Like I, I really think we've got something good. And, and I say we, because it's not just me, it's my wife. It's everyone that comes back and supports my videos. It's the people involved with my live streams. It's everybody. And I think we've got something good, man. And that's the motivation. That's why I keep like, I know I can do this. So, my next goal that I've set for myself, I know I can hit 100K and I'll be happy. But will I really be happy or will I want to keep going, man? You just went into something I was going to actually bring upon. You know, will, okay. what would it mean for you then to get a play button? Get that, that one play button that says, you know, man, I'm legit. Will that be that little something for yourself that say everything I did was worth it? Or mm -hmm. like we, we just talked about, are you going to be like, I got to get to the next one? Maybe. Um, and I say maybe because I've always said maybe. I've always said 50K, 75K, now 100K, maybe. But again, it's just that mentality of 
all right, great. What's next? You know what I mean? Like what, what's, what's the next thing? And I, I, I feel very blessed to be close to that number because there are a lot, there are a lot of YouTubers that I am friends with now that have hit that number and exceeded far beyond that. And they're incredible people. And then there are a lot of YouTubers that I look at and I'm like, they probably deserve to be there more than I do. You know what I mean? I'm like, they are, you know, these great people who work hard and, and, and sometimes it just doesn't turn out for them. And I'm just like, they deserve that. You know what I mean? So that's my mentality of, okay, I have to accept that I deserve to be here. And I, and I think the community that I have, I think everybody's just so supportive and so lovely and so wonderful that I, I think I'm going to be okay with that. I'm like, all right, good. We're here. But then I always come back to what's next. You know what I mean? I think once I get that and once I have it, I'm happy. And I'm just like, all right, guys, we did it. 150. Let's go to 150. And my wife was telling me about a year and a half back, we were looking at there is a page, uh, a website that tells you what they expect you to be at on YouTube. And I think it was, they said by 2022, I would be at 50K. And it's 2021 and I'm at 80K. And she looked at me and she's like, you beat the system. And I'm like, you yeah, beat the system. <laughs> so I, gotta, I gotta keep beating the system, man. That's my goal. While I'm, while I'm talking to Austin Ferrick and I've enjoyed this conversation, I hope he's enjoying the same thing. The one thing that I have no, I did know about you without you me even getting into a convo about you. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember it. It happened way back. So you probably don't even, even cross your mind. But a lot of things I saw on one of your Twitter was how unafraid you were to talk about your faith, how it mm -hmm. meant towards you. I yeah. remember one time you posted of about your father and your father saved somebody on the on the street on the street on a road where you live. Yeah. And you wrote a very nice little message on Twitter about that. And you yeah. talk about the person that your dad is. He's you inspired to be the man he is and how blessed you are that but God to put him in your life. And yeah. I just and I just want to know, you know, how is that how is that to you? What does faith mean to you for that? Well, it's 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 interesting because it's like it's something that I don't because where I've moved all of my social media toward being a, almost being part of my job, you know, I don't put personal things like because I used to tweet about the Steelers all the time and I'll occasionally throw in a little bit of a little bit of all right. They just, you know, they won 11 and 0 and then completely. But story. I was a story. Oh, my God. But I, you know, for the most part, I keep a lot of personal things out of it. But in terms of like my faith and where I, where I used to be and where I am now, it, it is something that has like really shaped me into who I am. Even though my faith in general has, has slowly shifted and morphed over the years and not only getting away from the area that I used to grow up in and, and, and be a part of, and not only me, but my family getting out of that area and, and, and just going to different places and doing different things. It's, it's more so I, I feel like now that I have a wife and we're able to do things by ourselves and, um, you know, build our faith through each other and talk things out. Right. It was always just me. Right. You know, I had my family, but I would always be, I, I was that kind of shy kid when it came to talking about, you know, you know, I have a girlfriend or, you know, I want to talk about my faith. I want to talk about this and that. I, I wouldn't talk to my parents maybe as much as I should have about certain things, even though my dad is still just, he's the guy that I look up to, like 
he's just the freaking man because he's literally the nicest guy ever and he's so good to everybody around him and he's known in our community both where we used to live and where they live now just hey that guy's he used to be the manager of walmart now he's the manager of dollar general and it's like hey it's just he's a good guy so i've always aspired to be that but now that i'm married and i have my wife it, it, it's something that we've been able to talk through maybe what you know what our goals our ambitions are in terms of our faith and how we can be better people and and you know whether it be you know supporting each other or others in general and growing in that way and that i think has made me a better person in general having someone to talk to but faith is also something that keeps me motivated within my career and it also keeps me motivated to treat people with respect and i think that's what i've gotten out of it the most is and I'll obviously without faith, I would want to be a good person, but now it's like, I don't just want to be a good person. I want to be a good person and make sure other people know that they deserve to be treated like that and that they are for the most part, good people. Right. And so that's kind of the motivation behind why I try to be, you know, joyful and full of that because I, I, I want people to know that I'm here for them. I'm willing to, you know, talk about those kinds of things and to understand that there's, there's something, even if you don't believe, you know, whether your faith be different than other people, whatever, that we can all love each other in the same way, if that makes sense. I know that sounds cheesy, but that's something we've talked about as we want to make sure that we convey, that she conveys at work, I convey on YouTube to other people, um, that we can kind of shine that light to everyone else, if that makes sense. We, especially when you do, yes. where you review shows and films, there are some things that, especially in the community, not the community, but I say like in the, in the, in the faith of what we believe in, yeah. some will look at what you're doing. It's the thing you talk about. And they say, you can't talk about that because yeah. it goes against your faith. How can you even bring that up? It doesn't go mm -hmm. what we believe in. So how have you been able to balance that and find the equal life? all that well sometimes it's difficult because yeah I, I got the question a lot with like sabrina uh the show on netflix how it was like a very demonic show and and then you get these like hard r-rated movies and they're very raunchy and and obviously like i don't really curse all that much on my channel so it's like what's golden boy austin doing over there watching that movie you know and i'm just like here's my mentality behind it art is art and I have learned that sometimes I just have to put some of those things aside to be fair to some of this art. And, and sometimes there will be things that are a bit too much for me personally. And it's like, all right, I'm just going to have to get through this. But I still try to set a lot of those things aside when it comes to judging a movie or a TV show. I've, I've always said it, it, I have to try my best to be fair to whatever I'm reviewing. So if something comes across as really really raunchy or you know a little bit too like demonic in terms of going against what i believe in and it's tough i won't lie to you sometimes but i still try my best to separate those things and judge accordingly and then when it comes to maybe others being on the other side uh, of those things whether it be you know we're, we're completely against your religion this and that it's like to me that's fine and i'm okay with them disagreeing and and I, i'm open to discussions about those kinds of things. Um, but it is something that I try to occasionally just 
not get into because I don't want to come across as the guy that's trying to overwhelm like, hey, here's what I am. Here's what you should be, this and that. It's like I'm more so just like I think as long as we're respectful and we love each other and we're, we're very inclusive, um, whether that be different people or different mindsets and all of those things mentally inclusive, then I, I think you're uh, more than welcome to be a part of this community. So that's always been my mindset. And it's a hard balance, but it's one that I think has has really worked on YouTube over the over the years. Austin, man, I cannot stop talking because I think this, is, this has been a fun time. I've, I think the I people who have listened to you, they I think they learned a lot more about you. And I just appreciate you just putting your hair, letting your hair down and just letting you be you. Yeah, man, I, 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 I want to say too, it's like you do such a, a good job in your interviews of, of uh, whether it be continuing or transitioning or this and that, but, but it really is. These are, these are things that I have genuinely never talked about before. So I really do appreciate you asking me these questions because it's it's like it's almost therapeutic to be able to getting it off my chest, man. You know, it feels good. It really does feel good. That's always my goal, man. I always strive for that. And I'm I'm happy that you feel exactly the same thing I would love to give out to people. Yes. And I just got to bring this up, man. Before I let you go and let you go back to Timbuktu and and pretend pretending to, to still like the Steelers. Good luck with that. I don't get it, but could continue with it. <laughs> but before I let you go, though, man, this is what we call the shout out time and where we give love and praise to people who have been by our side and who have kept us up. We couldn't walk anymore. So the floor is yours to anyone out there who you care about deeply. Show them love. Go ahead. Well, I mean, obviously, I've talked about it the whole time. I could I could I could say my wife a thousand times and never get tired. So anyway, um, my wife, Madison, has been literally my rock through all of this. So I think she deserves so much from me that I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to repay her. Um, and then obviously my parents, like my mother just being just so supportive in every aspect of my life, whether it be, you know, religion or or differing opinions with her or what I do now finally just oh my God, I'm going to watch every video. She watches every video I, I make, which I never in a million years imagined. I, I never imagined that because even when she doesn't care, she'll just watch the video. I'm just like, God, that's, that's freaking awesome, man. And of course, my dad, the man I aspire to be. Um, and then the, the friends that I've made, my brother, obviously, who's my best friend, but the friends that I've made on YouTube, um, whether it be the small acquaintances or those that have pushed me surpassed me are still like don't have as many subscribers as me but still encourage me i think that has been i think it's the community aspect of what i do that that is the most important thing to me and and obviously i have all of the wonderful subscribers and I'll, i'll see their names repeat over and over and i'm just like that person that person that person but your uh you know your your 3c films of the world you know, the guy who, the only guy that I've ever collabed with on YouTube and have met in person, he invited me to his home, to his home to come see him and spend a weekend with him. Um, and he texts me every day and, and always offers encouragement toward me. Uh, you know, more recently, I've been making good friends with the man by the name of Dave Lee. And he's had me on his podcast multiple times, but he'll also just message me and even back in the day when i was looking up to like a sean chandler and i'm like god this guy's awesome and we had just had a full 45 minute conversation one day 
over Zoom about YouTube and the way that it worked. It's like those people. Um, I just look up to them so much, even though they're in the same space as me and their encouragement. And to see someone that's doing what you're doing um, and to give you that encouragement for you to keep doing that, I think that's super, super cool to have. So those are really the people um, other than my close friends and family that have made a huge difference in my life, man. Um, and, and to see what you're doing specifically, I think what you're doing is incredible. And I just wanted, I want to shoot that same encouragement to you, man, is, is, is you're, and you're very good at what you do. And oftentimes I'll give people encouragement that it's like, come on, you got to keep going. It's like, but I don't necessarily see that with you and with some of these others that I'm just waiting for that to happen. I'm just, it's going to happen. Then I, 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 I truly, um, I, I think that's really cool. That's really cool that we can do that in our space. Thankful, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed for everything I try to do, and I'm thankful for what you just said. I, I really appreciate that. And just to throw the last thing at you, everything you've accomplished right now, you know, and the things you want to get in the future. But if Austin Burke now can go back and talk to that young Austin Burke in college, who at points he wanted to quit, points where questioning himself, wondering if this was the right choice to do. What could you say to him to keep him encouraged and keep moving forward? Oh my God. So many things. Um, oh my God. So many things. Honestly, my, my biggest, my biggest piece of advice would be patience. That's one thing. And that's one thing I really haven't hit on that much today other than the stress. But that's one thing that I've always struggled with is I'm a very, I want to do it. I want it. Let's go. Let's make it happen. I'm a very impatient person sometimes when it comes to more personal things. Right. And I would look back at him because, you know, at the time starting my YouTube channel, I'm like, all right, we're going to get, we're going to get 10,000 subs next week, next week, because you know, that's, that's kind of how vine worked, right? You just vine, you just get followers by walking around a corner and doing something silly, but YouTube, it's a different ball game, man. It's, it's a very different ball game. And I can't tell you how many times I would just not gain any subscribers. And I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? I just want to go back and tell him, just have patience and keep at it and don't quit, which I kept at it, but it's that mentality of, man, I, I really want this to happen. I really want this to happen. And I think a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel that way. And rightfully so. If you're confident in your work and you're confident in what you do, of course you want to see the, you want to see the payoff immediately. I wanted to see the payoff immediately. But but thankfully, I did, even though it took way longer than I anticipated. So that would be my biggest piece is just stay patient and it will come. And that, ladies and gents, is the full-blown truth. My name is Ronald E. Smith. This over here, right there, is Austin Burke. And y'all, I think we just got real. Thank you so much. Like, share, and subscribe. And I will see you again.